0: And get connected today. That's one eight seven seven nine V I A S A T. Terms and conditions apply. See viasat.com for details.
1: The survival of the fittest. And besides, it's fun. <laughs> Outdoors with John is on the air. This is the Hunting, Camping, and Fishing Show, presented by Northwest Iowa Outdoors, the region's number one outdoor entertainment multimedia outlet. Live from the KSCJ studios in Sioux City, the phone lines are wide open. Call 239-2101 right now with your questions or comments.
0: Good morning, everybody. The show is brought to us by the city of Kingsley. Dirt Road Design and Screen Printing in Kingsley, The Shooting Shop in Anthon, Iowa, The Fireside Steakhouse and Lounge in Anthon, The Plymouth County Conservation Board, Skyline Lodge in Parole Falls, Ontario, Iowa Great Lakes Outdoors in Milford, Iowa, Stan's Bait Shop in Milford, Oak Hill Marina in Arnold's Park, and Midwestern Land and Auction in Mapleton, Iowa. Uh, one of our longtime sponsors there in Kingsley was Small Town Sportsman, and uh, we had Dave on a while back. Eh? It was about probably three or four weeks ago he closed off the uh the walk-in portion of the sale or uh, the store you can still buy uh stuff from him online at smalltownsportsman.com but all of his sales now are going to be uh taken care of over the internet and he will make it he will make uh arrangements um for you to do a local pickup if you want to uh, avoid shipping charges so um you just need to contact him there at smalltownsportsmans.com. And that's the best way to get a hold of him. Just send him an email from there uh, about possible. But make sure you make arrangements for him with him on the local pickup before you go ahead and order. Because otherwise, that'll kind of make a mess of the way he's going to handle things there. So, anyway, uh, a couple of events coming up. Uh, today at 8 a.m. at. Uh, is the Cabin Fever Lost Island Yellow Bass Ice Fishing Contest. And uh, you can register at Bobber Down Bait Shop in Ruthven, Iowa. They're right there on Old Highway 18. Kind of hard to miss them. It's uh $40 entry fee per team. The first place is going to take 40% of the entry fees collected, second place 25%, third place 20%, and 15% will be donated to the Lost Island Lake Ruthven Betterment Association. That's a mouthful anyway, they're the dudes that are going to go around and uh, shore up, you know, do lake improvements. Uh, I don't know. They might dredge. That group might dredge on Lost Island. I, I need to find somebody that's in that association and get those guys on the show, Scott. That would, be, that would be good, you know. I guess if it was a real radio show, we'd have, like, people looking out for us and finding guests. But anyway... Uh, That's today. It's going to start at 8 a.m. and uh, the weigh-in will be at 1.30 back at Bobber Down. And uh, you, you just got to catch all your fish on Lost Island Lake. March 21st, there's an indoor 3D archery shoot going to take place down at the Anthon, Iowa Community Center. And that'll be put on by the Sioux Valley Archery Club. It will be Saturday, March 21st. 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and then Sunday, March 22nd, 8 a.m. to noon. And uh, it's $12 per round. If you have any more questions about that, you can contact the Sioux Valley Archery Club on Facebook. Just send them a message on that, and they will get back to you. Trivia night coming up in Kingsley, Iowa, is Saturday, September 9th. Or September, not, holy cow. It's Saturday, February 29th. It is leap day, and uh, the the proceeds are going to go to the Kingsley um, Parks and Recreation Improvement Committee, and they've been working the last couple of years to replace all of the horribly dangerous park equipment that we used to play with when we were kids. I don't know, Some of those I, it makes you what kind of wonder. The insurance company make you take them out. I could see the old tunnel slide that was turned into, you know, with rust, and it, it kind of turned into more of a giant cheese grater than it was a slide. <laughs> I mean, you hit the last five feet of that.
2: Just... Oh, and that big thing with the big bars that goes around in circles at at a, at a ridiculous rate of speed.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, they used to have one that was hinged too. So, like the planks you were sitting on this merry-go-round, it would sway back and forth and stuff too. And you'd get your fingers down in between these uh these metal pipes, and then when the thing would swing out, it damn near take the end of your finger off. Those were cool, though.
2: Oh, the teeter totter—you know, you jump off when the other side was high, so the other person would uh, hit the ground really hard. Oh yeah, that was so much fun.
0: Well, they had a swing in Kingsley. It was kind of cool. People hated to see it go, and, and and especially I think the dentist did. But they they were these um, uh, plastic animals, and it had it was surrounded by this uh, this metal bar, and when they were swinging back and forth, the kids would walk up behind there, and that boy, that thing, that and it always catch that pipe. would always catch you right on the teeth. And Ooh. I always thought that uh, Doc Harmon there in Kingsley, the longtime dentist, actually bought that and put it in the park to boost sales. Yeah, boy,
2: those were the days. They were the yeah. good old days.
0: Well, now I mean, what? It, what, what it, I mean, the, the kids are going to have a, a tougher time damaging themselves while they're playing. But, but actually, in all seriousness, they have done a great job there at that park in Kingsley. Um, the, the they went more from um, the the action type playground equipment to more of an interactive type thing so kids there's some of the stuff there. kids will accidentally learn things while they're playing so i mean that's a dirty trick to play on them but you know what (laughs) (laughs) you'll have that
2: oh man learn something huh
0: you bet wow accidentally huh no, they got some cool stuff there now. It it, it it definitely a great improvement to the park. Well,
2: you know, I mean, we learned stuff back then from playground equipment, like don't let the bar hit you in the teeth.
0: Yeah, don't yeah. walk up behind the damn squirrel while yeah, it's swinging. Yeah, that's right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, I mean, some of that stuff. It really was. It, it's kind of crazy what the insurance companies have done to people as far as making them take that park equipment out. It's just, well, like I say, I, I get the giant cheese grater. <laughs> That thing, was, that thing was actually a pretty nasty. I can't believe that anybody, well, they still went down it. They just knew to kind of turn off to the one butt cheek and miss some of the dangerous parts. It was kind of like the Olympic skiers, you know, doing the slalom. They know which way they're supposed to swerve and curve as they're seeing the gates. You know, if you don't know the slope ahead of time, hell, you are going to hurt.
2: Hey, uh, by the way, do we have a trivia question today?
0: Um, Yeah, we can do a real or fake. Yeah, that's all I've got. We can, uh, we'll describe a product and then, uh, and they'll have to let us know if it's a real product or a fake product. Do we do we want to describe the product first and give them a chance to Google it or are we just going to, uh, take a caller and uh, try to take it blind?
2: Yep. Let's just run her through. And, uh, today's meal ready to eat is penny with vegetable sausage crumbles and spicy tomato sauce.
1: Mm.
0: Ooh. How did that one make it into the prize category? That's, I mean, <sighs> that, that Grab a different one. We should put that one in my truck. I'll take that home and have that tonight. Okay. That sounds great. Ah, Yeah, let's give it away. you got to have some good stuff as prizes every once in a while. Hey, i
2: still got three cases at home. Oh, do you?
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, you're ready. Well, let's see. What do we got here for a product? Let's go with the, excuse me, the magnetic duct retriever. This is, this is a device made for duck hunters. It's a fiberglass telescopic pole that has a powerful magnet at the end that will attach itself to the steel shot that would be inside a duck that a hunter had shot. This 30-foot pole eliminates the need to put on waders or scream at your brain-dead mongrel hound to retrieve your dead ducks. Is that a real or a fake product? The Magnetic Duck Retriever.
2: 239-2101. Let's
0: see. Would he- uh, I think that covered kind of our, our, uh, our events coming up. Oh, the Kingsley Fire Department has the Dueling Duo, um, the Dueling Pianos Request Show with Andy Gibson and Rhino. Um, that will be coming up Saturday, March 21st. And it is catered by Sneaky's Chicken, which is great. If you're interested in that and want to get a ticket, you can call Paul at 712 541 5590, or you can contact City Hall. Um, you can call them at 378-3601 or you can just stop in at City Hall during normal business hours in Kingsley and get a ticket for it. But they did that last year and it's kind of cool watching those guys. They, um, It's it's a comedy show and then they'll take requests from the crowd too to play on their pianos. And the guys are well, they're really kind of funny and they're really good pianists too. It's kind of scary that you'd have that combination. It's like if they kept their mouth shut, you wouldn't know that they weren't some kind of a Carnegie Hall type pianist going on. It seems like they're that good, but anyway, it'd be a good time. That's going to, and all the proceeds there are going to go to the Kingsley fire department and people, I know different people. It's like, well, geez, you know, cause we've, you know, I've announced things for the Kingsley fire department before the Odo fire department, the Anthem fire department. I mean, I, I, these small town fire departments, I guarantee you, you know, people in Sioux city are like, well, what do we give a crap about them? But once you, once you leave the city limits of Sioux city, um, The Sioux City Fire Department, they're not responding to your call anymore if you got an auto wreck. I mean, you just get get outside of Sioux City and guess who's showing up, you know? It's the Lawton Fire Department. Kind of want them to have the equipment they need to get you out of that car and get you where you need to go. So that's why it's really important to support these small-town fire departments. You never know where you're going to be, when you're going to need them. And if they show up with just a, you know, a pickaxe and a log chain, you might be in for a bad day.
2: Hey, come on. Somebody call on the uh, trivia contest. 239-2101.
0: We need to know if the, the magnetic duck retriever is a real product or a fake one. This fiberglass telescopic pole has a powerful magnet at the end that will attach itself to the steel shot that would be inside of a duck you shot. This 30-foot pole eliminates the need to put on waders or scream at your brain-dead mongrel hound to retrieve your dead ducks. Mm. Oh, there we go. There's there's our guinea pig, Scott. Um, oh, uh, Groundhog Day is come and gone. Let's see. We've got some... Uh, we're about due for a break here. When we get done with the break, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some other weather-predicting critters. Um, a couple weeks ago, we had Steve King on the show, and he was talking about his views on the second amendment and uh and conservation issues and some people are like well geez why'd you have steve king on there well you know what we put out uh we put out word to the other candidates um senator feenstra state Senator feenstra and jeremy Chail- taylor and there's another guy that's running in that primary too i've never heard of them um and that guy was probably the one that needs to get on the radio and talk about his views nobody knows anything about him you know uh, senator feenstra is pretty well known uh you get north of here in the Sioux County and Lyon County and that. And Jeremy Taylor, really don't, people don't know much about him outside the metro area. So, And we also put out the feelers to uh, J.D. Slotin to be on the show to talk about his views on the Second Amendment and conservation issues also. But, of course, um, we haven't heard back from him either. So, as soon as those people contact us, I'd be glad to give them time on the radio show, too. So... But just to talk about the things I want to talk about, I'm kind of selfish that way. Um, It's either going to be outdoor type situations uh, or Second Amendment. Don't really care much about the other things. And one thing I didn't get to Steve King on, which I kind of wished I would have, was um, the whole climate change thing that's going on with, you know, first you got to accept the premise that it's caused by humans and really where in the hell is that money going once you donate to like al gore and buy one of his damn carbon credits i i never see projects being done anywhere i mean you see conservation projects going on and it'll be like maybe it was the iowa reap program or or ducks unlimited is doing something or pheasants forever and and never have i seen al gore out there planting a damn tree or you know whatever the hell i don't know what the hell he does with the money I never see that in any of these conservation areas. Like, it's almost like they're taking our money and not using it to support the, the uh, hunting yeah, sports. Yeah, but
2: judging how large uh, Gore has gotten lately, I think he's capturing the carbon all himself.
0: Yeah, I mean, does it, how much does that help? I mean, when that dude lays there and eats like his weight and ding dongs every day, yeah, I and mean, he's got to fart more than a milk cow, right? So, <laughs> I mean, isn't he making his problem a lot worse?
2: Hey, he's probably his own source of methane. Yeah.
0: Oh, and speaking of cows, what, what are you talking about that? That Hollywood guy that rescued a damn cow oh, Yeah, and a
2: calf. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, after the uh, Oscar speech he made about how people who uh, drink milk and stuff are stealing the calf away from the mother and uh, they're murderers and all that stuff. He did this elaborate thing where he had a video crew document his uh, rescuing a calf and her mother from the slaughterhouse. <gasps>
0: oh yeah that just kills me them bozos like milk you know oh it's 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 liquid meat you know and it's like so any woman who breastfeeds is a cannibal then i mean what the
2: hell that's a good
0: point point. and it's like liquid meat they have never seen the way i used to rig catfishing bait where i'd take like pieces of you know pork chicken and i'd pre uh pre-bait them on a snelled hook and i'd put them in a jar and close them off and then set them on a fence post for a few days until they got nice and rancid and then i could just hook my hook on the snelled hook book it out that worked great that was left what was left in the bottom of that jar after a week that was liquid me huh and uh, i'd like to have any of those guys kind of try that and they'd be able to tell the difference between that and milk
2: yeah it's like telling the difference between uh, a real fish and bassimatic
0: yeah yeah speaking of which we did get a winner on that trivia i think Uh,
2: Uh, yes we did it was uh dave engling of sioux city he uh well, but what was the answer?
0: Well, it was a fake deal. I made. I, you know, I, made I thought that up.
2: about that. Yeah, that's what he said too.
0: Yeah, because it's a product that I would love to have. Because when you shoot the ducks, that steel shot, you know, most of the time it just goes through the duck. It doesn't really stay in the duck, so it kind of cheats you out of when you're eating the duck of biting into that pellet and breaking your teeth. So, but anyway, that would be a handy product. But, nope, absolutely uh, fake. Absolutely hey, fake. Hey, we better take our break, and then uh, we come back. We'll, we'll talk about some other weather-predicting critters besides
2: groundhogs. Okay, 1360-949-KSCJ.
1: Nine Is it time to get
2: away? <gasps> ka yeah, we think so too. Winna Vegas Casino Resort presents the $170,000 Dream Vacation Giveaway. Every Thursday and Saturday, we're giving away a $5,000 Dream Vacation to Hawaii, Bahamas, or your dream destination guaranteed. Every Thursday and Saturday, we guarantee a Dream Vacation winner. Win a trip to paradise with the $170,000 Dream Vacation Giveaway.
1: It's just more fun at Winna Vegas Casino Resort. With the year, with a sweet career at Interbank Foods. Interbank Foods, one of the nation's oldest and largest cookie producers, currently has openings for maintenance mechanics, overnight shift position with a minimum starting wage of twenty-one forty-two. The maintenance department is on a pay-for-skills program, and they're offering a twenty-five hundred-dollar hiring bonus at Interbank Foods. To apply, visit www.westonfoods.com. That's W-E-S-T-O-N Foods. Com. That's www.westonfoods.com. Interbake Foods offers a generous benefits package including 401k match, vision, dental and health insurance, life insurance along with paid vacations and holidays. Post-offer drug screening, background check and physical capacity profile required. Interbake Foods participates in the E-Verify program, MF Disabled and vet EOAA employer. At Interbake, work never smelled so good. The 63rd Annual
2: Siouxland Home Show is coming to the Sioux City Convention Center February 27th through March 1st. Talk with the professionals, get great new ideas, see all the newest things available. From a minor update to a major remodel, maybe even an exciting new home. Over 165 exhibitors will have the products, services, and information you need. Register to win hourly door
1: prizes. The 63rd Annual Sioux Land Home Show, February 27th through March 1st at the Sioux City Convention Center. Brought to you by Nova's Carpets and Light big John. big
0: John. well speaking of cows um you probably weren't aware that cows can also predict the weather you know groundhogs you know obviously if they see their shadow there's six more weeks of winter um i don't know cows can according uh, to some of these old legends and uh wives tales uh, if the cows lay down in a field it means that there's going to be early rains Um, if the bulls enter the pasture first it's rain for sure is what they're saying and I don't know and if the cows enter first then the forecast is unknown so assuming that if the cows enter the pasture for sure you know there'll be rain if they enter first then when the, if the cows enter first, wouldn't that be for sure the opposite, then, that there would be fair skies? No, you'd think so. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is. What's wrong with these cows? I mean, colluding. And uh, the cows standing in the field, if the tails are facing west, it means that there's going to be fair skies. If their tails are facing east, um, weather is predicted to get worse.
2: Hmm. If they're facing north, don't stand behind them.
0: Well, not if there's a north wind. You get all that greenhouse gas in there, and you'll choke on it. And frogs and toads can predict the weather. Now, this one, um, I don't know. This one was kind of interesting, which reminds me that the Iowa DNR frog and toad study is going to be coming up here this spring. I was going to do that this year where you, you, uh, you just sit by a pond and, and every night at the same time and then and count the uh, different types of frogs and toads that you hear. And then you make out a little report because uh, the frogs and toads are uh, pretty, pretty accurate indicators of environmental problems because they spend, uh, you know, a lot of their time on ground and in the water. So, and they're real sensitive to changes in the environment. And generally what we have around here is, you know, if you've got a chemical problem, you know, you know, I don't know, kill your frogs and toads. But anyway, um, if the frogs are croaking louder and longer than normal, a storm is on its way, which you would have to assume what a normal time for a frog to croak and how loud he was. But anyway, and large number of toads about, it means that there's a pending earthquake. Now, I didn't know anything. I had never heard this one, but earthquakes shift underground. Um, when they shift underground, they change the chemistry of the underground ponds that the toads live in and it causes them to flee which means come to the surface and uh, get out of there. Woolly bear caterpillars. You always hear about this one and this one was about what I suspected. Um, You know, the more brown there is on their bodies, it's supposed to be the milder the winter is what I, and then I've heard it the other way around that the more brown there is that the the worse the winter is going to be when you see it in the fall and I always thought, well, hey, it just depending on what the hell kind of caterpillar you saw, whether or not much brown there's going to be on it and there's actually uh 200 there's (laughs) there's 260 different species of the tiger moth which is the woolly bear caterpillars uh even they're in the larval stage is that um the tiger moth is uh you know the the woolly bear turns into the tiger moth and there's 260 different species so (laughs) I don't know how you're going to narrow that
2: down. You know, there used to be a stretch of, like, Sergeant Road down near Sergeant Bluff where the uh, caterpillars would migrate across the road in the fall. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You almost have to take the snowplow down there to scoop Uh, all the dead ones off. Yeah,
2: it was uh, uh, pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, it's kind of spots you'll see that, too, like on these small creeks around uh, the frogs and toads on the damn bridge that get smoked. Yeah. And it's like, dude, all you have to do is stay under the bridge and you can cross the road fine. Why would they, why would they walk up on the walk crawl up on the bank walk up the ditch down the road across the bridge to get the what the hell stay dry I I don't know maybe there's an earthquake coming the toad's got to get out of dodge maybe uh, crickets this one I'd heard and I I put some stock into this this one seems to be fairly accurate but you can count the number of chirps you hear from the crickets in 14 seconds and then uh, add 40 to get the approximate temperature outside. So if your cricket can chirp thirty times in fourteen seconds, you're likely to look at about seventy degrees Fahrenheit outside. And then I'd heard too, um, you know that, and I'd always heard that when the when the crickets are chirping a lot, you know it's going to be going to be a hot day. Um, ladybugs, when ladybugs swarm, you're going to you're supposed to expect a warm day that day. But I don't. I've never seen ladybugs swarm until it's already warm for the day. So it's like you go outside and the uh, ladybugs are swarmed and it's like, oh, well, hell, I guess it's hot now. I didn't know that. I'm not sure. I'm not going to put a lot of stock into the ladybugs.
2: The other one is you never hear cicadas before uh, June 21st. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It seems like it. They're later in the summer. That's yeah. when they hatch. You know, it's uh, they're or crawl up out of the dirt. But I don't know. Evidently, cicadas are worthless at predicting weather. Crickets are really good. Well, as far as your temperature um one of the other ones fish when trout jump high the the trout jump high when rain is nigh which means nearby and uh, when rain is nigh or impending there's usually a low pressure system and it would cause um you know barometric pressure to change obviously and it put more pressure on the fish and maybe that's what's going to cause them to jump um either or they're Feeding on flies and crap like that are on the surface of the pond and the river. And they'll jump out of the river to grab them. That's usually what I see. When I see fish jumping is they're grabbing some damn bug or something on the surface. But maybe the parametric changes changes makes the bugs come to the surface instead of staying down. Don't know. Not a bug. Not a trout. And uh, the only place we got trout around here is Bacon Creek. And they're not jumping this day. And uh, moles... Moles will have a tendency to dig to the depth corresponding how cold the winter is going to be. So the deeper the hole, the worse the winter as far as moles are concerned. Well, hey, that's it for this week. Uh, we'll talk to you again next week.
1: Well, when I say when you gotta go, you gotta go.